Welcome back to When in Kanto, an all things Pokemon podcast where we talk about the serious and not so serious side of the Pokemon hobby. I'm Elite Box John, your host, and I'm joined with my usual partner in crime. I choose Jason. There he is. There he is. <laughs> there he is. Guys, thank you so much for coming out tonight. We have a awesome, awesome episode set up for you. We have special guests from the Collector app, the Collector app team. And these guys have been working on what is one of the coolest apps that I've seen specifically designed for us, the collectors. So really, really excited to have them. Some of these folks are super legendary in the Pokemon community. You, you probably already know who they are and have uh, seen their names around the uh, Instagram sphere and the YouTube sphere. So without further ado, I'm going to jump into just doing a brief little uh, intro and then I'm going to allow uh, Collector to do an intro, followed by Lootbox, and then Andrew. So uh, what we have tonight is Adam. Adam is co-founder and the lead engineer of the Collector app. Uh, joined is Juice and Andrew. And you'll see Andrew there with the awesome profile picture. And, of course, uh, Juice <laughs> with the uh, amazing face of astonishment in, that he always uses for his uh his profile pictures, Lootbox TV, not, not, no, every, almost no introduction necessary, 20,000 plus uh, followers on Instagram, a legend in and of himself. Um, the Collector app, to introduce it because it is a topic of the night, is an application that you can, you can go in, you can find all of your collection, be it sealed product, singles, etc., be it Pokemon, Pokemon's kind of a focus for us, so we usually stick to that, but definitely Pokemon, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh!, Magic the Gathering, MetaZoo, and so many other TCGs. And the great part is that it's pulling from tons and tons of database areas, which means the numbers, the valuations on your collection are accurate. And that's very hard to do. As many, many of us know, keeping track of how much our collections are worth can be a time sink in and of itself. Collector makes it super duper easy. So I'm very excited to be uh, talking to these guys, this team here tonight. So without further ado, Adam, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, pretty excited to uh, share what we built so far about Collector and what's coming down the pipe. So as John said, I'm Adam, one of the four initial co-founders. So the team is six. I have myself and three other co-founders, um, and obviously Juice and, and Andrew, who, like you said, don't need an intro. Um, a little bit about the team themselves. So we um, we have we've started a company back in the past in the tech space that we were fortunate enough to have exited a couple of years ago. And so, you know, we wanted to come back and build something new, but this time we wanted to be in the space of something that is you know we're passionate about in our in our hobby, and that's why we decided to venture down coming back into the collectible world. Uh, giving back uh, something to the community that has, you know, brought us a lot of joy. We're, we still collect a lot. Um, actually, Juice was one of the first people I reached out to when we started collecting back in 2017. Um, and he, he helped us out a lot. And so we, we go back a couple years right now. Uh, that's a little bit by myself. Awesome. Hey, Juice, let us know a little bit about you. Hello. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Juice. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, <a> right. <laughs> um, you know, I've been collecting Pokemon ever since I was young. Started a YouTube channel a while back, brought Jen on and 
we were dominating there for a little bit in the Pokemon scene, uh, decided to switch over a little bit more of sports now, but we still collect privately and open up as much as we can. I already ripped through two cases of Brilliant Stars, so that's been fun. Um, but, uh, you know, if you guys see the YouTube channel, appreciate all the support and everything else. Uh, you know, it, it's been phenomenal. We're going to keep growing and, and uh, growing, especially with this collector app. I, I think you guys are going to enjoy it. Uh, and it's something that the community really needs. And I'm happy to help out with the collector team and, and get the ball rolling with that. Awesome. Thank you very much. And Andrew. Hey guys, uh, yeah, I'm the uh, other half of uh, Lootbox TV. Uh, been enjoying this roller coaster ride of going through and opening Pokemon, um, kind of reconnecting with my childhood. I was more of into magic, not so much Pokemon, but I knew of Pokemon at the time. Uh, Juice got me into Pokemon, and it just kind of snowballed uh, from there. And then we got into sports, and now we're continuing looking in different areas to collect in and uh, it's just been uh, fun. And uh, when Adam reached out with this app, um, it was definitely something we felt that was needed in the space. And it came from somebody, you know, who's passionate about collecting. And uh, we felt that, you know, we should invest our time in and uh, we've just been kind of going there, trying to grow the app and uh, make it bigger and better. Awesome. Very cool. Thank you guys for for that quick intro there. Now, before we jump into learning about Collector, Brilliant Stars. It's a cracked set, right, guys? Like, we can all agree that. We did our live break last night for the tribe. We blew through what was two cases of it. We did... Um, we had our tribe there. A lot of those that are in the chat right now were, were actually on the, on the live with packs, And we pulled... Just, it was absolutely insane. Every box we got, Hyper Rare Zards, the whole nine, everybody left with some massive hits. So definitely know what you're talking about uh, for sure, Juice. Dude, what did you get? Best pull out of the two cases so far? Let us know. Oh, I pulled the Umbreon, uh, the Umbreon Art uh, Altart. I pulled a Secret Charizard, a Rainbow Rare Charizard, the... Um, V Star Charizard. I pulled two Arceus Secret Rares uh, V Stars. I pulled. I pulled so many V's and so many, um, so many like alt arts and full arts. It, it, it was absolutely phenomenal. It kind of reminds me of Cosmic Eclipse a little bit, and the and the just the amount of pulls and enjoyment you can get from. Uh, each individual pack and then like even the the light packs are just phenomenal you know the green codes you know i know it's changed up a little bit i haven't opened up uh too much of the other sets from short and shield as of late but the just the ability to get to character rares and some of the packs that you wouldn't expect uh is just phenomenal but i pulled the hound doom i pulled um flareon jolteon um vaporeon it's it's so many things. It was brilliant, literally. Yeah, it was brilliant. <laughs> nice. I like the pun. Really good. <laughs> uh, you and Jason would get along real well with that uh, cosmic eclipse uh, comparison, right, Jay? Love it. <laughs> Between cosmic eclipse and uh, maybe 
I don't know, a little bit of Shining Legends feel of just the like uh, cards that were in there and the excitement they brought. Yeah, it's just the amount. It's crazy the amount of character rares that they have now and the the pull rates of them. I mean, you're literally pulling almost something from every pack. And it's kind of a nice thing. It's good and bad in my eyes. Like, it, it feels like, hey, it's good to pull all these cards and really have the ability to, um, you know, get hits every single time. But at the same time, too, from the collector side in me, it's like, I want it to be a little bit more of a chase, a little bit more of a struggle to get some of these cards so I can, you know, open up more packs and so forth. But the way the, the pricing is nowadays and the ability to get Pokemon cards, it's kind of nice to see that there's a bunch of hits so everybody can, you know, have fun and not break the wall. Yeah, I mean, don't worry. If you watch our live break last night, you're going to get those hits, but your next level is getting hits that aren't crimped. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta get, you gotta get them again. Yeah, I, I ran into a couple of those packs where like you open up the pack and like literally four or five, six cards were just crimp packs. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah, we had a lot of crimped hits last night. <laughs> the the video is up on our YouTube channel. You need to check it out. Like it's crazy. We were literally saying how amazing the quality of the print was and the quality control was, and then like literally starting at that point, it was like. Crimp, crimp, crimp. We're like, we shouldn't have said anything. We should have kept our mouths <laughs> shut and just kept pulling. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. But, uh, so, jumping into what everyone's here to learn about, which is the Collector app. I want to start off with a, a generalized, overarching question. Why? Why did you create the Collector app? And any, you know, jump in. Anyone can jump in and talk a little bit about that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'll, I'll kick it off. I'll let, I'll let Juice and Andrew chime in too, but I feel like the answer to that is, is probably the same thought that runs across many people's minds. Uh, we all collect and whether it's for a hobby, you know, passion, ultimately a lot of people treat them as, um, investments, not only to just like a store of value, but a lot of people use those to trade up into like other grails that they're chasing, right? So you're completing binders, you're grading cards. Uh, or collecting sealed boxes, and you want to move upwards to collect, you know, your next milestone kind of thing. And so, um, similar to everybody in the community, whether you're collecting, I don't know, like you know, a lot of the uh, common cards versus a lot of the more expensive cards, uh, you want a way to track what you have in your in your collection. And uh, what we were doing in the past, which is probably what everybody else did, uh, it was you know, put up an Excel spreadsheet and <laughs> visit that spreadsheet once every week or so. Update the prices based off eBay or TC Player or Card Market, um, and and watch it. But but what, you know, as you'd expect, it becomes really exhausting to do oh, that. Yeah. So we tried, yeah, we've tried a lot of apps. There's a lot of you know decent apps out there that try to achieve that. Uh, but but the bigger picture here is that you know we started with Pokemon because that's what we grew up with. But then slowly, like you know, talking to Juice, talking to Andrew, and and the other co-founders, we started collecting. Like one of the other co-founders is uh is a heavy Magic player, and he got us into Magic. So we started collecting Magic, and then Flesh and Blood came out, started collecting Flesh and Blood, and then back to Yu-Gi-Oh!, which, uh, you know, watching people like Ruxin got me back into Yu-Gi-Oh! and did, like, the Toon Chaos set, and, and suddenly went from, like, just collecting Pokemon to collecting everything. And the Excel spreadsheet blew up pretty fast. It became a lot harder to maintain. And so uh, we wanted just a really simple way to keep track of everything, see what the value is so that, you know, if something went up in value, we could trade upwards, or sell uh, to go for the next chase that we're looking for. But more importantly, I think 
what this space needs and deserves is a very simple way to be able to, you know, to, to track your portfolio. I think everybody in this space uh, should have the opportunity to use something simple, uh, free that, that gives them joy. But more importantly, like whether you're collecting, like I, I, I open up packs with, you know, my family, my wife, my sisters and my daughter and son and my daughter who's four, she loves, you know, pulling hollow cards and then she would love to put them into like now collector to see what, what it, the dollar value is. And so just that ability to do that in a simple fashion is, is what drove us into building this. Yeah, absolutely. And I, we, you know, we use TCG player, uh, a whole bunch of, of those apps and it's funny how much better collector is to track your, your, your collection and look for prices than the TCG player app <laughs> because the <laughs> app is like, not great on the phone, like on the website, it's great, but like on the phone on, as an application, all they have is like a web browser, like window running inside of the app, which is clunky. So it was very That's right. cool getting to, uh, getting to get the TCG player and card market data from an actual user interface that works properly. No, absolutely. And I appreciate the kind of words. We, we try to, yeah, simplify it as, as much as possible so that anybody, like I said, the, the aim is to be for everyone, all collectors of all types of TCGs, but also all ages. And mm -hmm. so you want it to be easy for kids or adults, whoever you are, uh, to be able to just input what you have. 100%. Anything to add, uh, Juicer, Andrew? Jason? Yeah, I'll add one thing. So what brought me into the collector app um, and working with the team is just the ability, and Adam kind of touched on it, the, the community deserves to have a tool like this without being nickel and dime. Um, I think that's one of the big things right now that the hobby is suffering from is the constant spending. It's all about money, 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 money. Now, granted, yes, we want to track our portfolios because – in the grand scheme of things, you know, you're looking at values and so forth, but a lot of smaller things in the sense of everybody's trying to, you know, price gouge you with simple things like an app like this. There's plenty of apps out there that you have to pay a, you know, 40 to 50 bucks just to have an experience of this portfolio app. And it's something that should be there because all the data is there. You're just aggregating the data, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to find the value of your car on an eBay, TCG player, whatever it may be. You just need someone to, you know, make pretty graphs and make sure that you have the ability to read it without, you know, with ease. And I think that's what Collector is doing here, right? Where we're making it so that this particular piece of the portfolio is completely free, uh, will always be free. And you have the ability to continue to track and make sure your, you know, your data is private. You don't have to worry about anybody else taking your data. What you see is all for your eyes only. And I think that's something that is, you know, nice. It gives you the ability to have another tool at your disposal because, you know, your cell phone is becoming more and more important um, when it comes to this hobby and, and collecting and so forth. And to have an app like this on the tool that I use the most, which is my phone, is just perfect. Uh, it's easy to use and so forth. And once I saw that, I wanted to help get the message out, help market this the particular app and continue to grow. Uh, I think there's a lot of potential here. And that's why I really love what the team started. And I'm thankful for, you know, them allowing Andrew and I to, to come along for the ride. 
I mean, yeah, yeah for I sure. Mean, and you can. Oh, go ahead, Jay. Nah, I mean, it was just gonna be same same thing that he was saying there. For for me, uh, it's it's smooth, it's clean, and it just works. Um, uh, to your point, just uh, having it on your phone and not having a clunky experience really goes to show that you guys were had the end customer as like the main priority. You you were creating something that it's like it has to work. It can't just be crashing. Uh, and as John could tell you in my past experience, I've had friends who've uh, developed applications and called me to break them for them. And uh, not going to lie, I downloaded it and I've been trying to find bugs and I can't find them. And so kudos to you guys on making something that just works. It's clean. It's robust. And uh, to your point, if it's for kids, can't have it being all glitchy. Uh, so I think it's definitely going to welcome any user of any age. I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, the success so far can be seen, right? Uh, I saw a post from you guys recently, um, 10K users. I mean, that's a, that is a, an awesome milestone. So congratulations to you guys and, and the team for sure. Um, it was like 850,000 products tracked as of right now and $36 million in total value being tracked over the collector app. So uh, clearly uh, what Jason sees, what, what, you know, what you built and what I think a lot of the you, you know, collectors are seeing is it's a great app and you guys are starting to see the, the momentum for it. So really good job. Thank you. Yeah, it's been, honestly, it's been a, a world of emotions. Um, I'll give you a little bit of background of how long it took to get to where we are and, and why this is kind of, you know, it's, it's been overwhelmingly positive, but we actually talked about this very briefly in July last year, and we said we should build something. We just didn't know how to go about it, and then the conversation stopped, but I think it was like December 15th is when we got back together, and we're like, let's just give it a shot. Let's put designs up and, and, and you know build it out, and we, we started working on it on December 21st. We launched it January, I think it was 28th or 29th, and so we, we actually today marks our one month since launch, and so Seeing the community, um, the support, the love has been has been awesome. It's been you know overwhelmingly positive, and it just motivates us to keep going. Like the numbers you said, um, we actually didn't believe in the beginning. Uh, we we put up a counter to see how many products get added per second, and right now I think we average about um, as of today like three to five products added a second. That's how many people are on just adding, and so. Yeah, it was. We were in disbelief that something would, you know, take off that fast. But um, we're very grateful for the community. I mean, it, it it is you know one of those things where you 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 make something and you hope people are going to come, uh, right? Yeah. But when you have a good product and you have a good team behind you, kind of just spreading the word, like you know, Juice and Andrew, and and then the community getting behind you, it's it's called a community for a reason, right? We come together as a community and when we uh, and when we find people like you uh, that create applications made for us you can feel it you can you can see that it's not a cash grab only like you know there's no way to pay you so you're clearly doing it because one you enjoy the hobby two you want to build something special and yeah one day you're going to reap the rewards of your of your hard work and sacrifice but for now we just got to say thank you for sure absolutely i appreciate that so uh, tell me a little bit about – tell me a, 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 a story about when you launched. Give me – tell me something that went wrong because inevitably something goes wrong. <laughs> I need to know. 
I want to know what's something that went wrong. You're like, oh god, what are we gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's been, yeah, I don't know. It's been like, um, like I said, it's been four weeks since we launched. Uh, knock on wood, things have been going too smoothly. Like we've been, the team has been in the software industry collectively uh, for just over 15 years. And it's not normal that, like, it, based on your question, yeah, things crash pretty fast, and and especially when you give it a first shot. Um, knock on wood, things have been going smoothly. Um, the one time we did have like a downtime was, I think it was like the second week. Um, it was at 3 a.m. We got so we have alerts set up so in case something you know goes wrong with our infrastructure, like our database, and um, we had a surge of about. I think it was like 1,200 users just suddenly come on at 3 a.m. Um, and we're in Eastern Standard Time Zone. So I think it was out of Europe. And that we didn't, so, you know, because we're carrying the cost of all these servers, um, we didn't go build out like the most, uh, the biggest database to support because we didn't expect to have that surge. And so, yeah, 3 a.m. comes along and then we all get a notification saying, hey, our database is down. So we jump on the computer and we had these like, it was like 1,000 or 1,200 users come on. And they just started in mass adding their portfolios, and we're just sitting there trying to um, upgrade the database, uh, but we couldn't because it was stopping us because it said there's a lot of active users on the platform, and so we had to cut off those people for about like five minutes, and so we had to drop. And then once we upgraded the database, everybody just came back on. But yeah, it was again. We actually initially thought that we we're being attacked or like DDoS, like what do you expect? Uh, but it was all actual users coming on. So knock on wood, everything's been smooth with the exception of the one time we had that sudden surge and, and users come on. AWS to the rescue, question mark? That's it, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad that there's not a, any crazy horror story because, yeah, we've seen them. I've heard them. Jason and I know a lot of people in the in the space of uh, creating apps and companies and <laughs> There's always something that goes terribly, terribly wrong, and it's like a, a fire move to fix it. But I'm glad everything's going smooth. Now, the app clearly is designed for the long haul, right? It's supposed to be you add your collection, and you see the value of your collection. It's really cool. For anyone who's not downloaded it yet, definitely go do that after the podcast. Not during the podcast, but after the podcast. Go to the your app store. It's Android and uh, Apple App Store. And download it and you're going to see there's a really intuitive like graphing system that shows you the movement of your collection as a whole how much it's gone up how much it's gone down and it's really cool because it kind of gives you that whole like stock market and in, investment and trading feel so it's very it's kind of like you know it's, it's that that feedback loop of uh of all the good all the good chemicals in your brain you're like oh i want to look and see if it's gone up um but where do you see the collectibles market going in the next year, right? Um, because we've seen it, uh, 2014, 15, 16, you had the huge spike, then it came back down, and then we saw another P, another valley here, and we're seeing a little, another little spike going on. But where do you guys see the next year of the collectibles market? You know, And it doesn't have to only be Pokemon. Um, and where do you see Collector in a year? So for the... Overall collectible market, um, I think you're going to see a shift. I think you're going to start seeing some settling. You're already starting to see that in the Pokemon space. A lot of the vintage product is coming back down on pricing. I was in the market today for a Team Rocket booster box. And I remember when, you know, first edition booster boxes were selling for like 20 grand. And they dropped all the way down to like 10 grand. I think you're still going to see that bottom out a little bit more. I don't think mm -hmm. it's at its bottom yet, but it's almost there. Um, 
I, so I, I see the market discontinuing to settle. Um, as for collector, uh, I, I see collector growing overall, people getting familiar with the app. Uh, for us on our side, I, there's so much that we have on the docket that we really want to push out. And it's just going to be, okay, let's ref, let's go ahead and refine and let's make sure that we continue to put the customer first and make sure that, hey, you know, there's been, for instance, there's been a few updates already. Um, Japanese Pokemon cards, for instance, have were not in the app. Within a day of the community asking us multiple times through comments and through Instagram stories, we were able to add Japanese product within like 48 hours. It's funny. Adam, myself, Jen, uh, and a few others of the team, we would get in our Discord and just talk until like 3 o'clock in the morning. And when most of us have to be up so early, but we're so passionate about the project, and Adam and the team were able to scrape a lot of interesting things. You know, I don't know all the technical lingo, so I won't go into that. But they were able to pull a lot of that data together uh, and push out that update within 48 hours or so. And we were able then to add a Japanese product. So for Collector over the next year, is going to continue to get better. We know the app can improve, and that's a good thing because we want to continue to feed off the community's feedback. Uh, the community, the hobby, and the the overall experience for the user is just number one on our list, and we got to keep it that way. If we don't, we're going to lose you, and we definitely don't want to lose you. So I think that's going to be our focus going into the remainder of the year. I mean, that definitely falls on uh, accurate ears here because the tribe knows, and they've been a part of this community. That's, I mean, that hits almost. It's almost like you you took a page out of the the, the elite poker box playbook, right? Always designing for the collector and always doing right by the collector is almost always the right thing to do. Um, uh, and, and that's really great to hear that you guys are so focused on that. I know a lot of the listeners right now are also hyped to hear that. Throw some, throw some fireballs and some rockets into the chat or the emoji chat for these guys because they are absolutely epic. Fantastic. Adam, do you want to add anything? No, I think I think Juice hit the nail on the head, right? Um, that the collectible world, like other markets, is cyclical, and so every couple of years you'll see this like downturn and goes back up, um, because as since we're all in it, we know that you know Pokemon Magic they keep releasing these like crazy sets that everybody goes after every couple of years, right? And it brings everybody back in. Uh, but from terms of collector perspective, uh, Juice hit the nail on the head. It's made for the community, and and we're not going to lose anybody. So we're going to. Everybody that has feedback, uh, we take it all in. We let the community prioritize our roadmap. So our roadmap is public on Discord. And based on the feedback we get from everybody, um, that's how the priority goes up on, and what we should work on next. That's really cool. That's such a cool idea, allowing your roadmap to be public so that way the community guides the application. Definitely uh, a, an interesting way of doing it, a great way of doing it, right? Talk about building, building to purpose. Absolutely. All right. So talking about roadmap, that does produce a great segue. Now, what's a feature? And I know it might be you know difficult for you guys to divulge some, but what's one big awesome feature that you think that you're looking at putting in the future 
that is going to have the biggest impact on collectors. Because today for you sure. can track, but what's what's next? What's the next big move for collector? Here we'll we'll do you one better, and we'll give you three. Oh, I'll, I'll kick I'll, I'll kick I'll kick off the first one. I'll let one, I'll let one for you, one oh, for Juice, and one for Andrew. Like <laughs> and for, for the community listening in, we we have we have a lot. Um, we have a lot on the table, um, and yeah, they're all equally important. And I know that uh, some are more important to us than, than others, but which is why we're going after the other. So I'll kick off the first one and I'll, I'll pass it on to Juice, but um, one of the things we've been experimenting with um, is, is uh, the more rare products have building a consensus model. I know we've talked about this before, but we have um, on one of the other shows we were on, but we have a model that is working. So let's talk about like, I don't know, BGS9 first appearance Lugia. Um, things that are low pop, that are in the hands of you know a select few people that doesn't sell a lot in market, it's hard to determine the value of it, right? And so mm-hmm. building a consensus model among those, like a voting system, among those people that we verify own this product allows us to try and stabilize the pricing so that you don't have a person selling it for half a million, the person selling it for 50000 Collectively among those folks, they can help determine what those values are because ultimately at some point a lot of those folks end up selling this product. So that's one of the things that we're working on to try and help um, evaluate evaluate the uh, more rare collectibles, and specifically for people that just want to see what those products could potentially cost, or, or how can they work their way upward to potentially make an offer to one of those. I know a lot of people would love to make offers to lo- what Andrew has in his collection. I personally do. Uh, I would buy his house if I could, given how much he has uh, in terms of rare products. But um, that that's one of the features. Awesome. I mean, a consensus model with, I'm, I'm assuming you're going to have to have verified profiles and have all. all Absolutely. Yeah, that would yeah. be really cool. Um, it's also a good opportunity for people who own, who own those products if they wish to, um, to start, you know, to share that information, to, to gain the recognition. Because most people, I'm not going to say everybody, but most people, why do you collect, right? Why buy a specific painting or own a specific NFT or go for, a, you know, a BGS first appearance uh, Lugia or grab, you know, an Illustrator Pikachu if you don't want people to know, right? You want to, you want people to see it. You want people to in, experience it. You own it, but you want people to experience it because you don't want to be the only one. You don't want to collect in your own hobble. So it'd be cool to get a verified profile. And then if you are open to it, sharing that you're the owner and just putting it on display for the world. Absolutely. Juice, do you want to do you want to take on the next one or Andrew? Oh, oh I will <laughs> definitely hop on the next one. So I, I don't know, John. Uh, I don't know if you're into crypto at all, for instance. I know a little bit about the world, the space. <laughs> so I'm into crypto. One of the things there's an app called Coinbase. Something in Coinbase, it allows me to liquefy all my coins if I wanted to, right? Imagine having the ability to instantly liquefy your entire collection or a part of your collection. We want to make an area for you you to have the ability to instantly liquefy your collection to other collectors or stores that are potentially on the app. Mm-hmm. instant liquidity. And that's something that we want to push going forward. Um, you know, 
probably not super close yet, but the ability to just jump your 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 collection pretty quickly is something that I know, you know, I look at instead of going through eBay and putting everything up and so forth. The ability just to put it out there and someone just make an offer on it. You have that ability. I mean, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, you have to, I don't know, uh, I'm, I'm a little familiar with, the, with uh, you know, NFTs and, and crypto. Um, and OpenSea has a similar function where people are bidding on things that are not up for sale. But if the moment ever comes and a bid reaches a certain point where I'm like, I can't really turn this down anymore, you can lick, you can, you can turn your, you can sell your NFT right then and there, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, and it goes pretty well with that verification. Um, uh, there's definitely uh, it goes well with that verification component that you were talking about before. Uh, if you're already verifying users it's kind of an easy uh, easy move right yeah 100 percent. it goes hand in hand uh we gotta create you can't just create random features and not connect the dots in order to have a successful app and a successful product overall you need to make sure that the moves you make connect and that's something we want to continue to do we just don't want to do something to do something we want it to have a you know play a role of importance into the growth of the app Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Sure. So the last feature was 48 hours. So that one, what, like 96? 96 hours? <laughs> about there. It's just probably going live tomorrow. <laughs> hey, ex- hey, hey, Adam here is the uh, is the architect, man. This, this guy knows his stuff. So uh, we'll put the pressure on Adam and we'll see what happens. <laughs> nice. Anyway, Andrew, you, you want to go for the other one? Yeah, so, um, you know, eventually we want this app to be kind of a one-stop shop for everybody. So, you know, obviously with instant liquidity, you can liquidate your collection. You can um, get, you know, piece it out however you want to do it. But eventually we want this to be all-encompassing as a marketplace, too. We want people to be able to buy, sell, trade. And, again, once things start to develop – you know, you'll be able to see other people's collections that you decide to make public or private, and then you can get offers on on that. So we want you to be able to, you know, simply upload your card onto the app and then eventually say, uh, you know, let's put this and sell it. Boom. You know, we want it to hit, you know, whether you want to hit all the major platforms like in eBay or if you even want to do just through the Discord because we do have a Discord bot to be able to, alert people in these different discords and all over the app that, Hey, you're interested in selling, you know, this card or you're looking to buy something. So eventually we want to be able to have a marketplace where, you know, you can buy and sell. And, you know, obviously, you know, we talk about, you know, revenue and all of that, but, you know, we want to keep as much of it as free as possible. And then whatever we do, um, try to, you know, capitalize on, obviously we want to keep the fees the lowest. We want to be able to beat any of the other large marketplaces out there. And so we just want to make it a very easy experience for everybody to be able to buy, sell, and, and do, you know, everything to expand their collection and grow the hobby. Because without these people, you know, 
the easy onboarding process and everything like that, the hobby can't grow. And we want to make it as simple as possible so that in 5, 10, 20 years from now, people are still talking about it, still using it for all different kinds of collections, not just TCG. Yeah, it makes total sense. And it reminds me of a podcasting app called Anchor, actually. There's like another podcast app, Anchor. And it does something um, similar where you create once and then it kind of distributes your episode to all the other siloed um, uh, hosting areas, your Apple Podcasts, your Google Podcasts, your Spotify's, etc. Um, so see, if I'm hearing correctly, you'd be able to put your collection up Use collector day in and day out, you know, mostly at no charge for, you know, for holding your collection and for keeping an eye on all of its values. And then if you decided you wanted to potentially list your stuff, you could do a one tap or, you know, quote, you know, quote unquote, one tap it out to all these marketplaces. And then it'd be like almost an aggregate aggregator of where your collection is trying to be sold or what parts of your collection is trying to be sold. Did I hear that correct? Yeah, pretty spot on. That's uh, that's re- that'd be really cool. That'd be interesting, and then c- coupled with the liquefy, li- li- being able to liquefy your, uh, you know, your collection or part of your collection, and I mean, it just makes you a more. I mean, for, after, listening to everything, and I think a lot of people listening, it makes you a better, more dangerous collector. You're going to be able to move faster, be smarter, and execute uh, more accurately in the future. So that uh, that's pretty cool. <clears throat> all right jay you have any questions after hearing those three awesome future uh features that that collector's working on uh not a question but since we're talking about future features i'm gonna get on the discord right after this podcast and find out where i can like start a thread for a feature i would like uh that actually kind of goes in line with what juice was talking about and your question of like where the collecting space is going to be going in the next year, the next five years, things like that is uh, it kind of goes against of this is my collection, but maybe like a side little section of like, this is what I want in my collection. Um, And that being said is like, uh, even if it's uh, just really small, uh, just like five cards, it's like just to keep the value of that, separate like i don't have that two thousand dollar card but if that two thousand dollar card drops to a thousand i'm in i want to buy it um so that's just a a little side thing i'll i'll plant there for you guys it's kind of like a want list and it because i I, honestly i have a couple let's say on ebay literally i have uh what do you call it just like a saved search and every week i just get a three listings have been put up uh, and I'm like, okay, what are they looking like this week? Um, and then when that card <coughs> hits gold that, star that, gold that, star, that, literally good gold star Mewtwo, <laughs> gold star Mewtwo and gold star, uh, Gyarados. It's like, okay, when those hit a number that I'm willing to pay, uh, I'm all in and I'm going to get back in the auction space for there. Um, but until then, you know, I'm not willing to go there. Uh, but just a little thought there. So that that was yeah. a little thing I was thinking of while you guys were yeah, talking about like features. A, yeah. Just like a little wish list, uh, and when a card comes to market, you get notified. I mean pretty yeah, simple. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm waiting yeah. I'm waiting for that feature myself too. I'd love to have that <laughs> in the app. 
Because <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's just like uh, they're probably out there. People have them in their collections. They don't need to tell you they're in there. But if just collectively, so also some people are going to see that card's dropping and they want to offload it before it goes any lower, but it's in the price range that I want to pay right now, I want to be notified. Yeah. It's like this card is at this point, so I'm in. <laughs> yeah, and I, th- I think at the end of the day, um, collector's going to go in the in a unique direction when it, it comes to how the collecting space is going to change. Like we talked about, over the next year, five years, whatever it may be, I'll, we want an app where you stay there and you use Collector for everything when it comes to the hobby. And I think ideas like what you just brought to the table is a prime example of you listen to the feedback of all the users of the hobby itself, and you make sure you implement some of the recommendations that they put out there. And this is a prime example. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that'd be awesome. Get to work, Adam. Um, yeah. I was yeah. <laughs> like, cool, guys. Thank you for the, for the bucket. Saturday. <laughs> that I was about to have. He's like, he's like, it's Monday, and it already feels like Friday. No, I'm, I'm actually looking for the exit button right here, and I can't find it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, get out, get out. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> that's funny. But uh, that is, that's, a, that's a good feature. And I, I don't know if how, Anyone in the listener queue here and the listeners, if you want a feature that Jason just said in the collector app, spam your favorite emoji down below. Let let Adam know that he need, doesn't need to work on anything else this week. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but uh, there used to be an app uh, I used to use a lot back in the day uh, that did that, Jay and, uh, and Adam. And, uh, and they still do. I think they still exist today. It's called Camel, Camel, Camel. That's right. <laughs> I was about to say the exact same. I used to use it back in university when I was trying to snipe deals. Oh, yeah. When I used to look for a new router, a new uh, motherboard, anything on on Amazon, I'm setting up my camel to snipe it for me. (laughs) (laughs) So good use case for that that one right there. (laughs) Nice. But... Awesome. No, it's been it's it really is an awesome application, and I'm already we're, we're already using it. Um, and we actually hit you up in a comment. I didn't know if you. Uh, I think you saw it, right, Adam? I was like, so when are you going to do some inventory integrations with POSs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny about that is um, we're looking at the stats. I think it was a week ago. Uh, the team, and we'd like you said, we end up staying on late at night on Discord. And what was fascinating to us is. So, you know, we have a lot of collectors. We have people that we released stats actually recently when we cracked, I think, half a million tracked products. But you have people that are collecting just like, you know, a couple hundred dollars worth of cards and sealed product. And then you got the people like the, the Juice and Andrews of the world that put in like the hundreds of thousands of dollars of products. But one thing that was interesting in like the top 50 is a thing we, we saw about 12 to 13 different actual stores, like, you know, small stores, like people that have their own shops online that added their inventory into the app too. Um, we didn't we didn't expect to see that, but it was actually really interesting to see. And, and a couple have reached out to say like, "Hey, can I export this to track my you know back to a CSV in Excel so I could track it?" And another person also asked, "Is there a way I can list stuff directly from there, or or like bulk sell kind of thing?" Uh, so it just opened up another potential use case that we didn't think about earlier on. 
Yeah, and I mean, as store as store owners and, and ourselves, Jay and I, right? We uh, we always see that issue. Uh, POSs for the most part aren't built for the collectibles space. They're built for every other space, almost it looks like, except for the collectible space. You know, there's features like pre-order management that allows you know custom checkouts, so people can choose to get things shipped immediately and pay a little extra to break up the one order or um, wait and get the free shipping, but they're going to have to wait until the last product arrives Um, or tracking your inventory. So that way you have a dollar figure on it, even, you know, at cost versus market value versus what you sell it at. Right. Because there's always that discrepancy. It's like you have what the market's willing to pay, what you're going to be selling it for and what you paid for it. So collector just gets you a little bit closer in terms of seeing what the market at least is willing to pay for. So, you know, where you stand with, with your inventory. Absolutely. So with great power, which collector will have comes great responsibility. Please Marvel do not go Disney. Do not come after me for using (laughs) that one. Um, And with that, you guys are going to be reaching into a lot of people's data, a lot of people's information. You're going to know more about the community than the community knows about themselves. So um, a question I had was, you know, how do you, what do you see your role in terms of, and it gets complicated, it's, it gets, it's gotten complicated for us when we see scalping occurring at, at, at some insane amounts. And we've always been against it and we've always been, we've always tried to be a source for like, you know, quote unquote good in the collectible space, never doing that to our customers, never doing it to our members. And um, where do you guys see collector in terms of, you know, in, in, a, in a community, in a hobby that's facing, you know, all kinds of, of negativity sometimes and all kinds of uh, fluctuations in pricing and scalping, you know, where do you see you, your, your, you guys in terms of responsibility in the community? For sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll kick it off and I'll open up to, you know, Juice and Andrew. Um, to give you a backstory, I know Juice, uh, sorry, Andrew mentioned that we have a Discord bot. And for a little bit of backstory, that's actually Collector version 1.0. Um, we created a Discord bot, I think it was like in, at the end of November. And the reason we created it is for twofold. One is um, a lot of people look up prices of products publicly when they're, you know, you know how like Discord servers have the buy, sell, trade section. Mm-hmm. And so... We wanted to open it up so people can, you know, discuss prices on there. So it's pretty transparent. But then after that, you know, we see a lot of also issues in terms of when people are buying off market. Um, you know, some scams can happen or people can get, uh, you know, the, the orders don't go through as intended. And so we created a feedback system. And so now anybody, when the transaction goes through, can mark, uh, you know, the transaction details that they want, like the price paid, but also provide a feedback. So... If I, I want to transact with John and, you know, you said you have good offers, I can publicly see on the Discord looking you up that, you know, you've got good feedback. And to go to a step further, that tracks you across any Discord server you've ever been in. So if you hop between servers and rename yourself um, and you've scammed people on other servers, it will identify who you are because it's based on your unique ID, your login. And so that's we were, the, the objective there was that to try and bring more transparency to this market as more people enter it and there's more, you know, potential issues can happen, but the whole objective is to provide transparency, provide peace of mind for everybody, um, and also provide a way for us to take action uh, when needed. 
And then the final thing is, you know, some a lot of these sales that happen off market um, are, are private, right? Secondary market, like you're talking about the Instagram, the Discord. And we want to have the ability to share those transactions with folks on Collector because we are collecting this information. So that the more the more data you have, the more uh, transparency you provide the users, the easier it is to provide a fair way to assess the product pricing when transacting with someone or finding a fair market value. So that was kind of the intention behind how everything evolved from the bot, which is now active. I think in ju we just cracked over 40 different servers that the bot is deployed to and is being used actively in. That's Juice, awesome. Andrew? Yeah. That's, that's yeah. almost like uh, the Facebook groups feedback. You, you, I know you're probably super familiar with them where you have the Facebook groups and you have the feedback groups. And you can, uh, and you're supposed to go there, leave feedback, plus one the person, and then they That's give right. you the link. But this is like a, uh, a much more automated, much more accurate, and cross kind of cross server, cross platform way of doing it. And uh, and you said you're planning on bringing that kind of transparency or that kind of functionality into Collector. That's right. Absolutely. What were you going to say, Juice? Yeah, I just wanted to touch a little bit into kind of what Adam was mentioning about. Uh, taking responsibility and, and taking action um, when things come up. And I wanted to elaborate a little bit more on that. You know, it's a, we actually had this discussion, I want to say maybe two weeks ago where we sat down and we were thinking some of the ideas and brainstorming. And, and one thing that a lot of apps out there, like Macari's of the world, uh, they used to be a decent app, and now it's just filled with spam and fake and frauds and so forth. And that's something that we recognize has been an issue in the community across the board. Unfortunately, Pokemon has taken uh, the shots the most. Um, obviously, there's been some big public pieces. I won't go into detail because we already know what it is. And there's no sense of beating a dead horse, but we, it, we recognize it. So I, it's something that, you know, there's nothing set in stone from, from us yet and what we want to accomplish there. But we do understand that if things come up and transparent and so forth, you have to take action and actually be effective when taking action. You can't just sit there and allow things to continue to go. You got to nip it in the butt quickly. And what does that mean? What does that come to? We don't know yet. However, uh, you know, we mentioned this entire time that the portfolio piece or portfolio piece would be free. Uh, maybe this is where in the marketplace or so forth, you know, a subscription, small fee or whatever it may be might come into play. Don't know yet. It's just talking out loud. So there's a lot of different things there that you can set up to make it even more difficult for spammers to be a part of uh, the app. Obviously going in there and potentially setting up some type of security measures and so forth, along with the filtering and the reviews and whatnot to really engage uh, an individual's profile and so forth. Um, again, far from it, it's something that, you know, we're continuously talking about, uh, but it's definitely a, a big cop topic of discussion internally. Yeah, no, 100%. We've, Jason and I and, and all of us here at, at Lee Pokebox, we've been thinking about the same thing as we talk about future things that we want to do and all the fun stuff we want to accomplish and and all the people we want to bring into the into the into the into the tribe, and it's like 
Yeah, Mercari. Uh, they used the license, like your driver's license or a photo ID. Trying to, I think they use that as a method of deterring, deterring the the that that kind of um, that kind of transaction where someone gets scammed. But it doesn't seem to work. Um, and the one thing that I was going to mention is, you know, I, I know Adam, you're definitely familiar with this, but when you're uh, when you're looking to connect a URL, you know, your your URL. Uh, collector, for example, to a server or somewhere, you need to do a verification uh, on the back end to another platform by if you bought your domain via Google Domains or GoDaddy or one of those other companies, right? You need to go into that DNS area and, and set it all up. And that's how you trust that the, per, the, the URL is being connected to the appropriate website, etc. Have you guys thought of, since you do have access to databases and you know eBay, TCG Player, like, have you thought about can you use one of like their verification, their real verifications to verify much faster for those selling and buying? For example, if you have an eBay that you can log into and click approve, and it says, "Hey, um, you know, you have 250 successful transactions, and you logged into the eBay account, and it you you got the right username and password." Mm-hmm. You're now approved to sell on Collector or uh, or TCG Player for the TCG Player uh, sellers because they have that whole seller background. Something like absolutely. that to verify. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think there's two two parts to this. Um, one is we are looking at ways to authenticate you through like different means that exist. Like you said, the eBay, the TCG Player, the car market of the world. Uh, but another thing is we're actually in active discussions with a couple of the big players as we speak, uh, to try and bring that even more native experience so that everything stays within the app. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that, that is that is one way to go about it that we're, we're currently exploring right now. That's great. That is great. All right. So we've learned a little bit about Collector. We learned a little bit about where it's going. Uh, we learned about some of the cool features that may, may not, probably will be coming next weekend. Just kidding. Uh, and um, the kind of the final question here for me, because we're here reaching at the, the top of the hour at 10 o'clock here at Eastern Standard. Uh, the final question, well, maybe two-part two question is, um, core user, who did you think it was going to be or who do you think it's going to be? Uh, and who is it, right? And what I mean by that is, are you looking for collector to be focused on vintage collectibles and graded slabs? Because right now I don't think you can – graded slabs is not a part of collector yet. But for vintage um, vintage pieces and higher-end singular pieces, or are you thinking collector is going to be a home for modern collectors and sealed modern? Where, where, you know, what did you think was going to happen and what actually happened? when it comes to the core user? Well, I think uh, in terms of who we thought the app would be for was we really made it for just your average guy. Like, you know, the average person who has, you know, a small collection, wants to keep an eye on it, wants to see how it's doing. Um, You know, obviously a lot of the big collectors are going to want to jump in and, and track their investments and see, you know, how much, uh, you know, profit they made or they lost or if their investments have been good. But, but for, for the majority of us, we wanted it to be an easy experience, a fun experience for people 
um, across all ranges, whether, you know, it's your, it's your 10 year old kid who bought the new brilliant stars and kind of puts his collection in there and kind of gets to see it grow and change, you know, day to day. We just wanted it to be a kind of experience for everybody. It's, it, we had it in mind just to be like the average person. We didn't really say, okay, we're going to only make this for the high end collectors who only collect, you know, these vintage PSA cans and everything. We want it uh, to be easily accessible to everybody. Um, and that's kind of who we, we targeted it for. And that's kind of who we, um, kind of tailor the product to. And eventually we want to, because you got to keep the people engaged in the hobby and growing the hobby in order for this hobby to exist, right? Like, you know, sports cards is the same way. If, you know, if you don't engage the new younger generations to get into collecting, then, you know, this hobby is going to die out. And, you know, you need them there to continue to grow the hobby. So, uh, you know, that's what we thought. We thought it's like, how can we engage the current people who are in the hobby, but also gain new users or bring new eyes to the hobby to have it continue to grow for the next 10, 20, 30 years. Yeah, that's pretty much Andrew hit the nail on the head. Uh, we wanted this to be broad and to be for everybody. We wanted this to be for the average Joe. Uh, based on stats, it, it is like, you know, hitting 10,000 users. A lot of them are like that. But we do have the Andrews and the Juices of the World on the app. Like, we have a couple people that have PSA master sets of, like, Jungle, Fossil, Base Set. Um, same with some, you know, vintage uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! and vintage uh, Magic that have got loaded into the app. So it ended up being working out for a lot of the folks, which is pretty awesome to see. Uh, but one this to be for everybody, and and it doesn't stop at TCGs. Like that's why we have Funko Pops in the app. We want to expand collectibles is is a is a broad market, right? Um, anything that the people can agree on as as a collectible and they can transact with should have its place within collector. Awesome. Just to throw one thing out there, hey Adam, I I really appreciate you making it seem like my collection can stand up to years, but <laughs> it, it, it can't. It can't. I mean, I definitely got a real good collection, not going to lie, but Andrew is king when it comes to his collection, one of the best collections of all time. So big shouts out to Drew because he I, put I, up I no and everything in our app. <laughs> yeah, to, to make it, you know, to be, to be fair, like you said, having Andrew on the app, uh, allowed us to find out what we're missing from those rare vintage stuff that basically was like, Adam, you got to go add this in. So um, it was really important to have Andrew in the app. It, uh, got it. So so out of the 36 million products being tracked, 35 million? G- give or take. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's uh, no, 100%. And I, we, really, we really like that, right? And that's why, you know, we don't really ever have guests on our podcast. Um, very rare, as most people are listening. And then most of the people who will listen to this after it's, it's produced and, and, and out to the, to the community, the tribe. Um, we, uh, we usually don't have guests on. And, uh, when we saw collector, I, I think I saw it like day one when it came out, I was like, okay, okay, I, I'm going to keep an eye on this. And then I, I saw, um, you know, juice and Andrew 
uh, promoting it. And I'm like, oh, okay. I actually, you know, I try trust these guys. I've, I've been following them for actually quite a little while. And I was like, if these guys are promoting it, they, and they almost never promote anything. Uh, it must be, they never promote anything. So it must be, uh, must be legit. It's something that they believe in and something that they think the community needs. So, um, and it's great to hear that you guys are focusing on everybody, the, the everyday person as well. And then the, uh, and then the, the higher end people are finding their way there because they just want to make their life easier. No one wants to manage 15 spreadsheets, uh, I would imagine. So that is really awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Getting, getting juice in, in, in Andrew. And like I said, when we started, um, so just for background, in 2017, we actually started a YouTube channel when we got back in called Expo Games, and it was opening packs with the family, and I wanted to figure out how to do this. Showing you in a pack battle. <laughs> so it's funny, I reached out to, uh, you know, Juice, and I was like, hey, man, do, do you have any tips on what I could do to grow? And I reached out to other YouTubers, but he was the first to respond back. He's like, all right, this is what you do, X, Y, Z. And we've been talking since. So Juice and Andrew actually care about the community. And you're right, they don't necessarily promote stuff unless they believe in it because they want to provide value and content back to the community, right, that they think is a, is a positive reinforcement for everybody. Um, but yeah, they, they having them on board has helped us also provide a lot of good direction in what the collectible market looks like across the board, right, for the big collectors and for the everyday. That's awesome, yeah. And I mean... Uh, for us, the tribe is everything, right? Our 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 tribe uh, of collectors means uh, the world to us. So we would not, uh, we wouldn't have even, we wouldn't have reached out if we also didn't see that you guys were doing it right. We wouldn't have brought you on and, and expo- kind of exposed our tribe to your app if we didn't think it was awesome and if we weren't using it ourselves and actually really really enjoying it. So uh, you know, thank you so much for creating it. Thank you so much for 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 sacrificing whatever it is that weekends and nights and 3 a.m. emergency uh, server issues are. Um, and uh, thank you to, to Juice and Andrew for, for making an epic app or, or being a part of this epic app. Well, thank you for it. having us. We, we appreciate it. I mean, shouts out to Adam and the other collective team and shouts out to the community for, you know, testing the app, giving us all the feedback. Anytime you guys see some, please reach out to a, an instagram collector page uh or join our discord uh, the, the discord you can find it on the instagram page as well um yeah just we appreciate all of it and again this is our goal is to make this for the community and, and for the hobby and it, it's it's a passion project and we're going to make awesome so let's uh don't jump off just yet uh because at the end here i would like to open up the floor um to uh, everybody that's in the listener queue to jump in, and if they have questions, um, you know, voice those questions. But Andrew, anything you want to say in closing? In closing, and Jason? Uh, no, I, I just appreciate you guys, um, you know, giving us the opportunity and uh, to come out and talk to your uh, tribe and uh, kind of uh, you know, go into detail about about the app. And you know, like like we said before, you know, um, when you do a job that you enjoy, you know, spending you know, until three in the morning. And getting up next day, you know, on four hours of sleep to go to your regular job, it um, it it doesn't feel like work, and that's how this app and this team is like. It's 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 a passion project, like you said. So we enjoy it, and you know, we we don't mind putting in the time 
seven days a week, the after hours from our work to, to, to make this experience better. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, the hobby and the community is just as important to us as it is to everybody in the community. So we want to make sure that, that people have a safe space, a place where they know that, you know, they can use and, um, you know, just figure out what a fair value for things are and what their collection is worth. Because, you know, a lot of the times when, when you try to go to sell something or buy something, you know, you have to you know, go into eBay and search and see if you have the right thing. And we just want to make it easy for everybody. So uh, shout out to the team, to everybody who's, you know, given us uh, an opportunity to talk about it because just like you, you know, um, me and Juice, we're busy. We have a full-time job. We run our YouTube channel. We're always thinking of uh, content and things to do. So when we find things that we feel are what we deem like worthy to have our time, it's not to sound you know like uh, arrogant or anything, but you know there's just so much that we do, and our time is so precious that you know when we come across things like this that we know that can um, be better for the community. I mean we're going to jump on it. So uh, again, thanks uh, for taking the time to, you know, ask us all of these questions and, you know, obviously Adam will be getting to work right away after this. We, we have some things for him to get uh, hammered out in the next 24 hours. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Jay, you have any, anything you want to close on Jay? And then I'll, I'm going to pass to Adam before we take callers. Uh, Yeah. I mean, just, just uh, beating in the nail on the head with what they've been saying in regards to it's super simple. Uh, the Excel documents aren't the way of the future for everything. Leave it for the corporate America for the Excel docs. Uh, collector is the future I see for <laughs> keeping track of that collection. We, uh, I mean, I'll tell you an experience we just had on Saturday, uh, the day after opening up our, our store uh, that, uh, a few collectors came in. They were like, hey, we just came from a card show. We picked up a couple uh, slabs that, you know, we, we wanted to add to our collection. We liked the way they looked. And, you know, the thought of them being able to just pull out their phone after they buy it and then just pop, plop it into their collection and then it's just being tracked uh, versus having to go home and put it in there and then keep track of it in the future when it was just like, I want it in my collection and it'd be good to know uh, what it's worth in, you know, three months without having to check, uh, is something that I definitely saw just click, um, right then and there. And also moving, uh, sealed cases around too, and trying to add those to, to, uh, spreadsheets doesn't work either. So definitely having it on your phone. It's great. (laughs) That's awesome to hear. I appreciate it. Thank you guys for having us on the call. Uh, it's been awesome. And, I'll, I'll leave you with at least one more thing. I know one of the most requested items is master sets. And I know we're on the podcast right now, but we're getting it ready to deploy within a week. So people can now do master sets. Very- chop, chop. I need to add my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally going to be, uh, I was going to tell you, Adam, like, hey, listen, after the podcast, I know you have to get back to work because, get back to work. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I was gonna. I was actually gonna message you, and I was gonna be like, "Hey, um, I don't know if you thought about this, but I would really like to have master set kind of visualization." It's, <laughs> oh, it's it's coming. I, it's funny. I I didn't even realize I had a couple of master sets of my own, so I added the cards in just like from my binder. But I guess I I have a couple that were at ninety percent, a couple hundred percent. So it worked out Look for me that. too. But it's coming Look soon. That. 
So, so, so the tribe is the first to hear that this is coming real soon. So That's a right. Exclusive. Well, bam, always delivering. The tribe exclusive, <laughs> baby. Exclusive. We're like an Apple event. And one more thing. One more thing, Adam. The future, the future collectibles. Uh, Steve Jobs. <laughs> nice. Uh, nice. I was nice. hoping John would have the black turtleneck on. That's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But no, thank you guys so much for taking the time out, coming on to Encanto, talking to all of us, talking to the tribe, sharing your passion for the collectibles community, your passion for building collector, and sharing some of the inner workings and ideas that hopefully all of us get to take advantage of here going well into the future. And, um, you know, we're loving the app. We want to help you guys in any way we can spread the word get you guys um, the recognition is also and, sh- and share just, you know, a better, easier way to track your collectibles. Now, before we sign off, anybody in the listener queue, this is, this is now the opportunity. If you have any questions for the collector team, you want to share an idea to the collector team that you thought of while we were uh, talking um, anything at all, now's a chance. Jump into the call queue. Don't be shy. Or if you just want to say hi, jump into the call queue. Uh, we'll leave it. We'll give it about a minute or two uh, for someone to jump into the call queue. Uh, and if not, if everybody is good to go, we'll, uh, we'll end the podcast. Um, now, uh, while we wait for anyone to jump into the call queue, we're going to be uh, – and uh, DJ's already in there. Um, so before I take DJ and anyone else, guys, jump in the call. That uh, We're going to talk about the Brilliant Stars giveaway. So we want to do something a little special for this because uh, we don't do guests very often. And it's also the day after Pokemon Day. We make it fun and make the podcast uh, a little exciting here at the end. So uh, in the other – I don't want to – download the app potentially for any reason. So what we're going to do is this video is going to go live about 10 minutes after we end the recording, the, the, the live recording. All you have to do is go into the comments section and you can literally put anything you want, be it hashtag one tribe, be it hashtag collector, be it your favorite feature of the collector app if you've downloaded it while you've been listening or anything at all, drop a comment on this, on the, on the podcast recording right here in Colin, and we're going to reply to the winners uh, later still tonight uh, through a random drawing number generator uh, for uh, one of the three-pack Brilliant Stars um, giveaways. And uh, for those of you who uh, have entered in the other giveaway for episode 11, and I know a lot of you did, the no one's DM'd us yet. We replied to the winners, so uh, make sure to uh, check the episode eleven to grab your prize. All right, DJ, taking you in. All right, hey, can you hear me? Hey, what's going on? Hey, so I have never heard of this app, and as soon as you guys started talking about it, I was like, oh my god, I got to get this thing. So I jumped on and grabbed it, and I've been checking it out, and. Uh, amazing idea i love the fact that you guys like are bringing in these other databases to get the pricing good uh because every time i need to find a price i do the same exact thing i go to ebay go to tcg player go somewhere to see what the prices are so 
this makes it so much easier. Uh, the only suggestion I have is, so I do, you guys were talking about crypto earlier. I have a app that I track all my crypto on, uh, that it's a third party. And what it allows you to do is put the price that you paid for uh, each piece of crypto. And I think that would be a cool function in this because like, it's great to see that, you know, it's a thousand dollars and it used to be 900, but maybe I bought it, you know, two years ago for $10,000 and I've lost 9,000, or maybe I bought it for a hundred and it's gone up to a thousand. And it'd be nice to see like what, where my price point, the app, but I think it'd be cool if it isn't there to add in a spot where I can click on the item and then type in how much I actually paid for it. And then it, have it track like my gain or loss compared to what I actually paid. Yeah, absolutely. Um, first of all, I appreciate the kind words. Um, happy you find the app uh, useful. It's, it, it makes us really happy when, you know, the community is, is very welcoming. Uh, for your question that it is one of one of the top requested um, features the the other one of the other co-founders who's who's behind the designs he's working through this right now so it's it's actually not that far away from launch we're just trying to figure out uh, the simplest way to add it in so that um, it doesn't disrupt the current experience but it is it is important I we realize that after launching that I myself also sometimes want to see for specific like sealed boxes I have because I obviously I didn't buy them at the current prices, but what I paid for compared to now. So um, absolutely agreed. And it, it's awesome. not far off. Yeah, no, that's great. That's great. And then the other thing that you guys were talking about uh, that I think you're, you're pretty close to, I mean, you have it on the roadmap. Um, the only thing I think uh, that needs to be added to that is, so you have it so, you know, it's almost like a social community maybe. So you like, I would like to be able to see like, Oh, I want to see John's collection. And so I'm going to friend him on the app and I'm going to be able to see his collection. I think that would be cool. Or, you know, then you got Jason over here that just wants to share his collection with everybody. So he's going to make his public, but maybe you don't want to share, you know, that you have nine Charizards and everyone knows where you live. So <laughs> you, might, you might want to not share your collection with, with people. So I think it'd be cool to be able to like share or not share, or maybe just share with friends, kind of add that social aspect to it a little bit, but then to the next level that you were talking about where you could actually, you make it a marketplace. So people are buying and selling. Uh, the biggest fear I have whenever I buy anything from anybody online is, is it real? Which is why I like, you know, places like StockX, for instance, where they have a legit check where, you know, there's an intermediary. So it's not, I'm not, it's not like eBay. I'm not buying from this other person directly. It's I'm buying it and you guys are going to be the intermediary. So they're going to send it to you. I'm going to send my money to you. You're going to make sure it's real or have people make sure it's real. And then once you, you know, sign off and say, Hey, this is legit. You send it off, they get their money and everyone walks away happy. Of course, I know one of the biggest things that you're talking about is keeping the costs low. Obviously this does not do that. If you've ever bought anything on StockX, you know, it's a very high um, cost to, to what you're buying. But with that, you get, you know, the guarantee that this is a legitimate item. So those are those are the things that I thought would be cool. Yeah, so appreciate it. And I wanted to touch on the first part of the, the ideas that you brought up, and then I'll tag in Expo to, to talk about the experience and verifying uh, products uh, like a 
StockX. And I called him Expo because that's his uh, gamer tag. I always do that. Uh, his, name is, <laughs> his name is Adam. But I call him Expo. Funny enough, that's the name of his YouTube channel. But, uh, um, no, to touch on the social aspect, um, it is something that a huge idea. Um, there's a lot going on behind the scenes, kind of the way you're describing it. Uh, it talked about, uh, we do have something in the works relating to it, but we can't really go into detail yet because it's in its infancy. Um, but it is something that is on the docket and some of the ideas we've been brainstorming, I, I think align with what you were saying from the social aspect reviewing people's collections and so forth. I think you all are going to be really impressed. Um, and that's going to be an update that is really going to, you know, change things big time for collectors. So, you know, let, let's keep it at that. Can't really go into too much details there, but just know there is some type of social aspect coming. Uh, I can't I, completely understand the the <laughs> privacy uh, on this. I mean, just the fact. So that's awesome. Thank you for answering my question. And, you know, I want to just give a shout out to Colin uh, because like, it's so amazing just to have this opportunity to be able to like talk to you. Like, I mean, I know I could type something on discord and maybe, you know, you know, a couple hours later, someone might respond and one of you guys might jump in and see it and, and we can maybe have a little bit of a dialogue, but just to be able to talk back and forth, that's such a, a cool thing. Um, and very nice to, you know, be able to talk to you guys and, you know, again, love the app. This is awesome. Thank you. Thanks, DJ. Man, really you, guys are, you guys are getting uh, high accolades from DJ. He, he typically, uh, he's not that friendly usually. No, I'm kidding. All right. <laughs> He's not lying. Well, <laughs> before DJ, before you, you take off, I, I do want to make sure we, we touch a little bit on the second part of your ideas and, and the verification. Yeah, so I actually already upon. jumped in your Discord and I put those ideas in your section where it says put your ideas here. So I'm oh, all, perfect. all over it. And my name's DJ Ice over there too. So. It kind of awesome. is easy, and it's the same picture, I think. No, it's a different picture, but oh awesome. man, kill me now, <laughs> Adam. Yeah, sorry, I was muted, but yeah, no, I, I appreciate the feedback, uh, DJ, and 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 basically explained like like you said too, um, all that is in the works. Uh, we're trying to figure out the logistics of it, but but outside of the social aspect, just the marketplace itself and having the ability to you know share collection and being able to um, add, a, add a, I guess, um, a way to verify legit sales and stuff is, touching back on early in the podcast, is in the works right now. Um, without going into too much detail, just because we haven't confirmed a lot of the things we're working on, and we are talking a couple of big players right now uh, that, that want to partner up and, and work through this, there'll be, there'll be more public updates in the very, very near-term future. But, but it will cover off uh, the feedback you have to. All right, look at that. Well, if 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 I don't get two more of the tribe, the tribe's being shy tonight, guys. If I don't get two more of the tribe in the call queue in the next like half a second, I'm gonna start shaming people by name. So that's gonna happen, guys. So saying Bush, get out here. I know you. I know you got something to say, Richard. Get in the get in the call queue. F. 
This is your opportunity to talk to the guys over Collector. Let them know what you need as a collector. We got Justin Rubin, Gail, Ian, Tyler. Come on, Tyler. You almost always have something to say. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it's been... Uh, there we go. Richard jumping in. <laughs> Come on, Saiyan. I know you want to jump in, too. There he is. I knew it. They're just being shy. All right, Richard. You know, I really don't have much, actually. <laughs> uh, last night was fire, though. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. <laughs> awesome last night. And I'm just excited to see what uh, what new innovations and what technology and what else comes from the hobby. Awesome. Well, awesome. Yeah, it was awesome last night. Uh, epic. The video's up. I don't know if you got a chance to go watch it. Uh, I know you had fell asleep. But, yeah, no, the Collector app is awesome. And... Uh, and I appreciate you jumping to the call queue. And, uh, oh, no worries, guys. And yeah, no, I did. I did wa- watch the replay. Uh, the the rest of it, anyway. That was pretty. Uh, yeah, hell, I was still cheering, and I knew it was a replay. <laughs> <laughs> it was epic. <laughs> awesome. All right, Richard. It was nice to see. You. Nice to hear from you, man. It's been a little while. Hope everything's well. Have a good night, guys. All right. And. We always have to get three in the call queue before we close off the night. So, Stan, you're in the call queue. Yo, what's up, guys? What's going on, man? So, I, I didn't hop in because a lot of the stuff that I kind of had thought about was kind of DJ touched on a lot of it. Like, literally the first thing. So, I forget. I mean, I found the, the app maybe like maybe a week or two ago. I don't even remember how I found it. I think it was on Instagram. But the first thing I thought about, I literally was trying to show like four or five people like the app. And I was like, man, I wish I could just have, like, a share button to, like, share my collection to, like, hey, you know, check out the app. This is what my collection looks like. But it's kind of like the social aspect they're touching on. Because literally I was just, like, taking a screenshot and, like, sending it to people. Like, whoa, look at this. This is so cool. So, like, that would be pretty cool, which I'm sure is kind of, like, coming, I'm sure. But, like, that was, like, the biggest thing. Because, like, I just immediately wanted to show, like, everybody. And it was kind of hard to because uh, it didn't really have, like, a way besides, you know, like, unless I'm just missing it. It might be on there. Maybe I'm just not good at using the app yet. But... <laughs> <laughs> I think you hit the nail on the head, man. I th- it, what's funny is we talked about the social aspect like many weeks ago, but we were like, I, I don't know if you know people want that just yet, so we deprioritized it. But then what we realized is when people were sharing a lot of screenshots across socials, and then they're reaching out and saying exactly what you said, which is, um, hey, I just need make it easier for me to share, especially if I want to share like me and my brother shares, you know, this this this. Um, case of i don't know these booster boxes i want to be able to not only like you know track it for myself but both of us track it and also we want to showcase it in case you were like browsing and let's say like andrew's an example he can showcase a couple of his slabs and while you're browsing he made them public so that in case you want to make an offer on it it's available so i think that's getting pushed up the queue in priority right now given how many times we've heard about it um but yeah definitely see the value in it yeah, for sure. Because I mean, like, I don't have like a huge community or anything like that, but I have a little small one. It just, it just like, I literally was at the point where I was like copy and pasting like the same message over and over again. Because like some person was like, what is this Robin Hood? Or what is this like, 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 I kind of was like, no, it's like my whole collection. Like, look, and I would have this in like three screenshots of like the, you know, the graph and then like the whole collection and stuff like that. So I was like, man, I wish I could just like, cook like sharing it. So like, here's a link to Zach's collection or Sane's collection, whatever. And like, and they could just like go on the app and like download it right there instead of me having to do all that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was pretty much it. It's awesome app. I, I love it. Um, everything. I'm a huge Japanese collector, so I was excited to see you guys start adding some uh, 
Japanese stuff out there because I, I sent an email to you guys about it and then it was like literally like the, the next couple of days after like oh my gosh we started adding, adding stuff I thought it was pretty cool so I really appreciate the app and uh it's awesome because I have a mix of like everything so thank you yeah so pretty crazy that all of the questions all of the suggestions that people had were things that you know we had talked about uh many, many weeks ago and, and continue to talk about and it always comes down to like explicit it's like we don't want it to destroy the user experience by putting too much or, you know, uh, you know, making it too messy. So a lot of the logistics of getting the ideas together is just how to implement it so it doesn't detract from the user experience and also doesn't overly complicate um, the user experience too. I, I don't want to have to have someone push 30 different buttons to get to do something. So we're trying to always... Uh, optimize everything and still keep the ease of use and the, you know, uh, integrity of the UI. So it's just funny that we had, these are all things that we've talked about and we're in the process of, you know, figuring out ways to implement. So I guess, uh, a lot of things have to change expo. Uh, looks like you're going to have to put in a, a 24 hour days now for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> I'm still trying to find that exit button on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Conversation. Yeah, uh, Adam's I gonna have to find uh, the twenty-five hour days. What were you saying, Zach? <laughs> no, I just think I was just at just to finish. I just appreciate the app a lot, and it does. I like the way, like, I wouldn't change too much of the interface at all because it does. It almost feels like when I go into my phone, it's like I'm almost going into my vault. Like I get to see everything. Like it's really clean and simple, and like you know, it's super easy. Like I don't know, I have a heck of a time finding stuff on my TCG player, especially if it's like I don't know, just less common stuff like i have to search so many different things this like almost everything comes up right away so it seems like it works and my discord does like the uh i have like a little channel on my discord to use the collector the product the product check and they uh, they do like that so i think that's pretty cool too so awesome appreciate it all right thanks guys awesome. thanks Thank same all right and uh yeah i mean just uh f- uh, from my thought, it's it's a good thing to not roll out too many features all at once. And and there's a, 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 a someone once told me uh, in a previous life that um, the features you release after your initial launch is the narrative that tells the story that is the business you will become. Um, so it's a. Uh, it, it, you know, not releasing everything all at once and being methodical and thoughtful of the, the features that you develop and when you release them to create the story and kind of n- help your, your user base navigate the app's natural progression to where it will inevitably get to um, is super crucial. And I think you guys are doing such a great job at it, especially with the taking the feedback, the Discord server. And being a part of these, you know, podcasts and, and just listening to the community. I think you guys are going to nail it in the head. You're going to hit the nail right on the head with it. Thank you. And thank you for, you know, having us on this podcast. It's been a blast and, and to share the experience with the tribe too. Awesome. All right. I think that wraps up uh, episode 12 of When in Kanto featuring the awesome guests from the Collector team. Guys, thank you so much for coming out tonight, listening live. And if you have any questions at all for the Collector team, you can go to their Instagram at uh, – Adam, can you share? I always say at Collector, yeah. but I think it's something else. It's at, it's at Get Collector. At Get Collector. That's what it is. So go to at Get Collector. Drop them a DM. Adam will definitely get to it at some point in his 27-hour day. <laughs> and uh, 
and he loves uh, he he loves hearing from the community. Uh, ever uh, you know, uh, Juice does, Andrew does, and I bet the whole team over there is always happy to um, to hear from you guys. So again, thank you so much. Epic night tonight with uh, the Collector app. Epic night last night with Brilliant Stars. What a way to uh, you know end the uh, twenty six years of Pokemon. So don't forget, this recording is going live here shortly uh, as a record, you know, the recorded version. Make sure to comment on this um, today. Uh, we, I was going to do it immediately after, but I'm going to give you guys time because it is a little late potentially for some of you. So comment tonight at some point or tomorrow morning, and I will be drawing the winners for the four Brilliant Stars 3-Pack Blisters probably right around 9 a.m. Eastern Standard tomorrow. 9 a.m. Eastern Standard tomorrow, I will be drawing the winners based off of the comments at the time. So, without further ado, this is Winning Kanto. I'm Elite Box John. My mic was muted. Jason. My mic was muted. Uh, this is <laughs> I Choose Jason. Thanks for coming, guys. And have a good night. <laughs> Peace. Later.